Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. All right, simple man could only mean one thing, Leonard Skinner. That means all things Bill O'Reilly, simple man. He's not simple, but he thinks he's simple. He's very complicated, actually. Uh, now, before we introduce Bill, I've been told by numerous sources that even though the Obamas cut the guest list at Martha's Vineyard in the soiree that took place with no social distancing and, and no mask mandates, etc., 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 that Bill O'Reilly apparently was seen at this party, you know, and, and they remember, you know, we had the, the guidance from the CDC last week that said, even if you're vaccinated, you can still contract COVID-19, you know, and of yeah. course, is the ever the, the great science of Dr. Flip Flop Anthony Fauci on masks and, and vaccine mandates, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, and right now, people should not be. Walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. One mask is good. Two masks better now is not the time to pull back you have to wait a few weeks before you see the effect of what you're doing right now there is an end to this we just have to hang in there a bit and i think one of the rescuing elements is going to be a vaccine i hope that next mother's day we're going to see a, a dramatic difference than what we're seeing right now i believe that we will be about as close to back to normal as we can you see, I don't, though, follow the mob, the media, big tech, and rather than believe the rumors that have been out there everywhere that O'Reilly was at the soiree, I, I figured we'd have Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, at BillOReilly.com on himself uh, to answer the question, Mr. O'Reilly, is it true or is it a rumor that you were at the Obama soiree? Well, I, I was there as John Kerry's bodyguard. By the way, you couldn't fight your way out of a wet paper bag. You just look mean and tough. You do. I know you're the kung fu king, but come on. Oh boy. Yeah. Here we go again. No. uh, Well, obviously you weren't invited. I know your invitation, my invitation, got lost in the mail, Bill. 
Well, look, I said to my viewers on BillOReilly.com, I, I think that Barack Obama might want to widen his circle of friends a little bit. So I know you, you know me, and in our orbits, we have people of all ideologies and belief systems and religions and all of that, right? I mean, so it's boring. 100%. If you just have, yeah, if you just have one echo chamber following you around going, oh, yeah, that's right, oh, yeah. Um, but the main point is the progressive community, which was obviously on display at the Obama party, um, doesn't want to hear any opposing points of view. They don't respect it. Uh, it upsets them. Um, so you get a bunch of ideological zombies, you know, munching on canopies. And that's, I think, what we saw on the vineyard. All right. Let, let me go to the, the bigger, broader issue and in, in question here. And that is that, okay, there was a public outcry about the double standard. This is a, a hot zip, if you will, in Martha's Vineyard. And yet the CDC protocol calls were not followed. And maybe it was originally a 700-member guest list. It's between four and 500, but the estimates of people that came. Uh, the images that were released and then dragged off of Instagram, I'm sure... I'm sure orders were sent out. Pull them down immediately. Don't show pictures. Don't let the world know what really happened here. Um, but it oh, was, sure. there was there was no social distancing. There was no mask wearing. And this is the hypocrisy of Gavin Newsom. This is the hypocrisy we see in politicians everywhere. None of it is surprising. But we got real and and significant and serious issues now facing the American people. And, and you start in states like New York and California, and that is vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, mask mandates. Uh, they say follow the science, the science of the Cleveland Clinic. I think you'd agree with me. A well-respected medical institution is that if you had COVID, you don't need any vaccine. That's what they say. I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm not going to second guess you know, the Cleveland Clinic and, and their 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 research. Uh, that's what Rand Paul had been saying. He's also a medical doctor, a uh, highly intelligent guy, whether you agree or disagree with his politics. So I guess my question is, Bill, with, with all of that said, uh, now we've got to talk about and consider one civil liberties, the right of medical privacy, doctor-patient confidentiality, and then this glaring hypocrisy, which is open borders, no testing, no vaccine mandates, no mask mandates, no vaccine passports. They're letting everybody in and dispersing all of these illegal immigrants with high rates of COVID positivity into every state in the country. Well, we, we're living in a country that's gone mad in two areas. COVID is one. And the progressive left march to socialism is a second. So you can actually blend the two when you're talking about um, forcing people to do certain things. And I, that's the overarching. Now, specifically, um, I believe that each local school district should decide what the situation is for the children there. So if you're in a hot spot, you might have masks in that school district. But overall... You can't impose this on children that are not at risk. And the transmission rate among children is very low on the Delta variant and everything else. Now, 15% of kids so far have gotten some form of COVID, 1-5, 15%. You have to be aware of that. But that doesn't mean that you have to force children to wear masks 
in a very, very volatile situation. It's not good for kids to do that. It's not good for social. It's not good for anything. So common sense really has to prevail here with the COVID stuff. And it doesn't because now that's politicized. So a poll today by the Kaiser Foundation. Did you see that poll by the Kaiser Foundation? Yes, sir. Okay. You can see that very liberal people want COVID vaccine mandates all over the place. They want the big government to tell them what to do. Please tell me what to do, big government. This is what the progressives want. But the Republican conservative crew doesn't want anything part of that, doesn't trust the government, uh, and wants doesn't want that infringement on freedom. So now we have, instead of all of us banding together to fight this insidious disease, we have another political division in the country. And that's what we're seeing. You know, what do you make? There was a story, Bill, and you didn't address the border side of this yet, and I'd really like to get your take on it. Um, I'll give you one example. It was in the Daily Caller, and this is only Texas, but they're not testing the million-plus that have already come in this year alone in the middle of a pandemic, first placed in Biden's, you know, cages that he's built, overcrowded in the middle of a pandemic. Border Patrol saying infection rates as high as 20% with COVID. And so now they're dispersing people all over the country. Uh, there was one Daily Caller story that, that talked about a KTAB news report that ICE has flown illegal immigrants to Abilene Regional Airport in unmarked planes before loading them onto buses on at least two occasions this month. And the airport is notified of the flight's arrival 24 to 48 hours in advance. They're not provided any other information beyond the fact that they're privately chartered flights overseen by ICE. Uh, and obviously, the people are very alarmed. You saw the high rate of COVID positivity in McCallum, Texas. Uh, then people we now know are being dispersed in the dark of night and basically left in states, and then the states become responsible. Joe Biden's not he's he's not enforcing the law. Not only is he not enforcing, but he's aiding and abetting the law breaking. And then he's transporting people all over the country. We're paying for all of this. And then states become responsible for food, shelter, health care and education bill. And uh, and then innocent Americans will get covid. Uh, and if you ma- if you just look exponentially and, and mathematically, the odds are that people will die because of these policies. Well, they've already died, but we don't even have to have odds. So this is a one of the biggest scandals in American history. And I'm not overstating that. It's one of the biggest scandals in U.S. history. You're sitting president of the United States, dismantled border security and public health safety by executive order, and leading to death, destruction. And we're not even, you didn't even mention the migrants getting the hell kicked out of them by the cartels and raped and murdered and everything else on the Mexican side of the border. Because nobody even cares about them, least of all the Biden administration. Um, so you have a, a sitting president single-handedly, no Congress, no Supreme Court. He did it. And then the press covered for him. I saw the Washington Post, the first liberal newspaper yesterday, editorialized about what a disaster this border thing is with Biden. But they didn't pin it on Biden. But it's his fault. So what should happen now? is that Texas, Florida, all of the other red states, and some blue states as well, 
should file a class action suit against the president himself, demanding that he obey the federal immigration law, number one, and demanding the federal government reimburse the states for any and all expense that they have because Mr. Biden will not uphold federal law. If the states would do that, I hope they're listening to us right now, Hannity. I hope they're listening. You could bring the Biden administration to its knees because the press would have to cover that. Any questions? No, I'm, 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 I'm absorbing what you're saying. Um, but I, I, you know, look at the 19 Republicans, frankly, Bill. Now, Chuck Schumer was very no, no, clear. No, no, but wait, but wait. All right, but go Let's ahead. Stay on this. Let's stay on this. This is a solution to the problem. All right. So you know these governors. You should call them and say, "Look, listen, O'Reilly and Hannity. They can do this. Their attorneys general can file a class action suit against Joe Biden himself. Can you imagine that? I think that's a that's good strategy. How you solve now, the they, problem. There have been numerous attorneys general in states that have united and sued the Biden administration for the policies. Ah, but him, suing him suing him personally him. is is a different strategy. I'll I'll ask for That's example, right. uh the one attorney general that's already been successful is in Arizona. That would be Attorney General Bernovich. So I uh, you know I'm 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 listening very closely to what you're saying. I I'll I'll what check I in with them and see if it's a strategy. But you know, Bill, pro- one of the biggest problems with any of these lawsuits, and we saw it even as the Trump administration was sued it over and over and over again, is by the time it works its way through the courts, we will have already had another election. Yeah, but the but this one is the court of public opinion. And this it's, one- it's, a, it's good politically, strategically, it's smart. It calls attention to it. But remember, there was the Arizona right. case and you have precedents where literally Jan Brewer tried to get the federal government to enforce the law of the land. And that lawsuit lost. But this so one would win in the court of public opinion. Look, if you want to beat the progressives who are running Joe Biden, it's a good idea. Is, my answer is it's a good idea. OK, so let's start there. Okay. That you raise holy hell about all the human misery that Joe Biden has caused himself. This wasn't anybody but him. And if he wants to out Barack Obama and say, well, he told me to do it, let him. But it's him. Congress didn't pass this law, didn't pass new immigration laws, didn't tell Biden not to obey the law. And as a result, we got narcotics, we got COVID, we got human misery streaming into this country, and there's Biden going to Delaware in a speech house. I think people <laughs> got to get angry about this. And it's they building, have to, Bill. And what I just told you is the way to do it, because that embarrasses the corrupt media that's covering Biden. They would have to cover this. I don't think they would. I don't have enough time to explain why. But I like your thought process, and I think it could be effective. But the media has no shame, and they are, they're not people that are capable of even being embarrassed because they either ideologically are so in line with the radical socialists or, or so blind to how indoctrinated they are. I don't, I, I, I think you can't embarrass them, but. 
All right, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com, simple man. Uh, Bill, we always love having you on. Thanks for being with us. By the way, don't forget his new book, Killing the Mob, uh, at BillOReilly.com, bookstores everywhere. Sir, thank you. 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the program. All right, we all know about the defund the police madness and insanity and dismantle the police and no bail laws. You know, I mentioned earlier today's story, you've got... You know, a top uh, Minnesota Democrat praising the rioter that torched the police headquarters. Uh, One of the rioters sentenced to nine years in jail for trying to burn that police precinct to the ground. You know, remember the bail fund of Kamala Harris? It's getting nuts out there. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is is that my baggage? look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now. 
now that we made some money for our sponsors, let's go back to making the liberals crazy. The Handman is back on the radio right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls here in two seconds. Uh, I want to play Cory Booker first. Cory Booker animated speech against defunding the police. Now, many of you might think, oh, what, what happened to Cory Booker? He's found religion. He's gotten, how did he finally get smart and wise up to what's going on out there? Listen. This is perhaps, Madam President. Senator I, from New Jersey. I am so excited. This is perhaps the highlight of this long and painful and torturous night. This is a gift. If it wasn't complete abdication of Senate procedures and, and, and esteem, I would walk over there and hug my colleague from Alabama. And I will tell you right now, thank God, because there's some people who have said that they're members of this deliberative body that want to defund the police, to my horror. And now this senator has given us the gift that finally, once and for all, we can put to bed this scurrilous accusation that somebody in this great esteemed body would want to defund the police. So let all of us, a hundred people, not walk, but sashay down there and vote for this amendment and put to rest the lies. And I am sure I will see no political ads attacking anybody here over to fund the police. And I would ask unanimous consent to add something else to this obvious bill. Can we add also that every senator here wants to defund the police, believes in God, country, and apple pie? Thank you. All right. So you're thinking, oh, well, Cory Booker. No, this isn't what it is at all. The Democrats last summer, their silence was deafening. 574 official riots across the country, and they said next to nothing. Because the election was coming up, and they felt like that would alienate their base if they said it. So they didn't. That's why Joe Biden in his basement bunker never mentioned it. You know, when he did occasionally, you know, leave the bunker for things that he just had to do, like the Democratic National Convention, yeah, then Joe Biden, he, he talked all about the riots, right? No, no, he didn't mention it. Or Kamala Harris uh, promoting the the bail fund in Minneapolis after what happened there in that city and the police precinct burned to the ground. Uh, or Joe uh, or Kamala Harris supporting herself, uh, the defunding and praising the defunding of the police or Joe Biden himself saying, of course, he'd reallocate funds away from the police or, you know, I'm sure they all stood as passionately as Cory Booker just stood when Comrade de Blasio cut a billion dollars from the police budget in New York City. No, they never said a word. And the reason he wants to vote is because it's just a vote that means nothing. It's to go on the record to say, oh, no, I, I, got, I, I get to go home to my district and tell people I never supported defunding the police. They never did. They never lifted a finger to speak out when it mattered, when 3000 cops were injured, when over two dozen people murdered last summer as 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 entire city blocks were taken over. As police precincts were burned to the ground, bricks, rocks, bottles, frozen water bottles, Molotov cocktails and and other weapons used against the police day after day, night after night and city after city. And they sat by quietly because they didn't want to alienate their base. But they want to tell you that's all a lie. And it, uh, OK, so we've talked about the Capitol, January 6th. 
can't have we can't have Congressman Jim Jordan or Jim Banks on the commission because, oh, they might ask uncomfortable questions like why was the police chief, the Capitol Police chief denied extra help and the and the guard help that he requested six separate times even before the event began or that the White House had also requested and that Nancy Pelosi and the sergeant of arms is in charge of those questions won't come up in this report because it's already a predetermined outcome. Let's bash Trump one more time. Where's the commission on the 574 riots? I don't care where the riot is. We got to protect our institutions and our elected officials in Washington. That can't happen again. Nor can we allow city blocks, autonomous, Chaz, Chop, Summer of Love, Spaghetti Potluck, Dinner Zones. Uh, we can't ever allow that to happen again. Remember, they also took over that police precinct over the summer as well, where Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr. was murdered and couldn't get medical attention in time to save his life. And we were, the, we were the first to reach out to him. Nobody else, the mayor never called him. No, not one politician that supported that chop chaz zone, autonomous zone, summer of love zone, ever picked up a phone. He lost his own namesake, his own son. Just sad. It's pathetic. It's a show. It's a game. To Democrats, this is all, well, how can I, maximum political benefit. That's all that speech was about. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let us say hi to uh, Robert is in North Carolina. Robert, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. Uh, thank you for letting me speak. Um, I just wanted to let you know I'm grateful for many reasons that uh, Cuomo resigned, but I'm frustrated with the corrupt media and the Democrats. I mean, they, they I, I feel certain that they use that news to bury the, new, the real news, which is the infrastructure bill. And the border crisis that, I mean, that it's like they just use the same roadmap over and over again. I'm glad you didn't fall for the trick and continue to fight for us on the border and, and on the infrastructure bill. You know, we've done more research. We've had more investigative reporting from the border than any other show on television and, and covered it more than, I don't know, I, I don't get to listen to everybody else's radio show, but we've covered it a lot and comprehensively here on this program. Um, it is amazing to me, in the middle of a pandemic, that all these mandates are going to be put on we, the American people, while simultaneously they are allowing in, you know, a, it's at a at a pace that will shatter all records for the past three decades. More illegal immigrants. There's no vaccine uh, mandates, mask mandates, Mac. Uh, Testing that's mandated, nothing. No passports mandated, nothing. That's saved for the American people. You break our laws, you don't respect our borders, you don't respect our sovereignty. Come on in, we'll process you, and then in the dark of night, we'll put you on an airplane and we'll send you to the city of your choice. And we'll disperse people all around the country and with a, as high as 20% COVID positivity rate. I'm like, that's, that's just genius. But that's that's your modern democratic, liberal, extreme socialist party. And not one Democrat like Cory Booker is passionately saying close the border in the middle of a pandemic. The Delta variant. Yeah. Now we have our CDC telling Americans after they said, if you got vaccinated, life goes back to normal. People got vaccinated. Now the CDC says even if you're vaccinated, you can still get covid. Gee, thanks a lot for all the information. We really appreciate it. 
Hence, one of the other reasons why I refuse to go along with the pressure put on me to play your doctor. I'm not your doctor. I wish I, I if I knew your medical condition, I, I give advice to friends that ask for it, not to people. This broad, sweeping, one size fits all medicine that people are supporting is shocking to me. Anyway, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Long Island, New York. Laura, next on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, Sean. How are you? I'm What's so What's up, excited. Laura? What are you doing in Long Island? You need to go oh, to Florida. I, I, I'm celebrating the uh, resignation of our governor, but what the heck does he need 14 days for? I mean, is he hanging out by the pool? Is he scrapbooking? I don't get it. You know, it's a great question because I don't know. I just, my mind always goes in suspicious places. I, you know, he says for the for the peaceful and uh, transition of power and, and to make sure that, that things are transferred smoothly, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so he said the right words. Um, what else might be going on behind the scenes that we probably won't find out about ever? That's what well, I'm more what I'm thinking afraid about. Of, is that- Sean, I'm afraid he's going to be destroying evidence regarding the nursing home deaths and, you know, the book deal and his sexual misconduct, you know, and this new governor, Hockle, you know, if I was her, I would have kicked him out the door day one. It just shows that. No, she didn't have the power to, but it was inevitable what was going to happen here. And he he's gone. uh, And. You know, let's see what happens. It'll be interesting to me. I, look, I sadly say this. I don't I never thought in my life I would say it, but I believe it to be true now is that we don't have equal justice or equal application of laws in this country anymore. And, you know, on the issue of the nursing home scandal, the book scandal, uh, certainly everything. The now 13 women, these these accusations that are hanging out there, there's going to be a lot of lawsuits as a result. That's for sure. Civil suits. The attorney general said that laws were broken, criminal laws, as state laws and federal laws. Uh, what's going to happen? I don't know. Time will tell and we'll see. Um, but I'm not holding my breath expecting that there's going to be the, the same type of justice system that would go after any Republican governor. I'll put it that way. You're right, sadly. But but at least um, he's the worst of it and he's gone. And I don't know if you heard. Don't think New, by the, the way, York, don't don't think New York politics is going to change because it's not. Uh, it, I, New York politics is it's it's baked in. Democrats, yeah, it's a one party state. Now, I do think it is perhaps an opportunity if Republicans in the state of New York and the people in the state of New York, maybe if, if they're fed up. With with all of that has gone on and how badly the state is run and its bad condition, then there's something that they can do. There are good Republicans running for governor. Zeldin's running. Andrew Giuliani is running. Rob Astorino is running. You have a, an independent Republican in Curtis Sliwa, a, a guy that's been in the subways, been on the streets, helping people for free for all these years as a guardian angel and, and also helping to in, in self-defense of of people in the subway system and all around New York City. And they've tried to assist all these decades. So, you know, they have there's an opportunity for people. But I wonder in my mind if if people that would be more open minded and inclined to to change government in New York, whether or not too many of those people have already left. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. I can't leave 
I'm, I feel like a prisoner, but I have hope. Why can't you leave? Because I can't leave oh, either. My kids. Not yet. Not yet, exactly. More the kids and, and then anything else. So once once they get settled and grow like your kids, maybe at that point. Yeah, but I'm I getting closer, exciting. though. We're getting closer, I can tell you that. All right, quick break right back to the phones. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program as we continue. Back to our busy phones as we continue. Kerry is smarter than all of us. Kerry, where in Florida are you? I'm in Palm Bay, beautiful Palm Bay, Florida, Sean. Thank you thank for letting me speak to you. Uh, thank you for being with us. Glad you called. So uh, obviously the left is crafty and insincere, but I wanted to comment on something you said yesterday about Governor Cuomo. And he said the Democrats were doing that to him, and the Republicans had no fingerprints on this. The Democrats are doing this to him. But I think it's, again, a crafty move because I think it's much more palatable to them to accuse their governor of sexual misconduct than murder or manslaughter or all the negligence that caused all the nursing home victims under his watch. The um, thing is, is that, it, that that's going to be dealt with. Now, he already got one pass, and that's from Biden's Justice Department. But that, that doesn't begin to go through the entire scope of the issue of what happened with nursing homes. Um, look, my faith in Joe Biden's DOJ is zero. We already see that it's been weaponized and politicized. I mean, for for Merrick Garland to go after Georgia's, you know, accessible voting laws while simultaneously ignoring the restrictive laws in Delaware tells you everything you need to know about Joe Biden's DOJ. And that is that it is the political arm of the Biden administration. That's it. Pure and simple. Well, it's easy to see the media would reward him with a job like they rewarded Governor Spitzer or even rewarded Jeffrey Tubin after what he did. Sexual misconduct doesn't seem to mean much to them at CNN. Look, maybe 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 this is the return of crossfire. I have no idea. Um, it, it it it's just sad. The whole thing to me, you know, do I take any joy out of moments like this politically? Not really. Because uh, I don't think any of it is good for people. It, it's sad that states have deteriorated to the level that they have, and they've become, you know, the, look, states like New York and California often are a preview of coming attractions of what's going to happen nationwide, which is kind of happening with this reconciliation bill and the Green New Deal that they're trying to ram down our throats uh, and and not even go through the normal processes of passing a budget. And they will probably be successful with most of it. That's the sad part. And there's not a thing Republicans can do, but there is something you can do. The midterms are coming in a little over a year, and that's going to matter a lot. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 